So <laughs> is it recording? It is recording. Hey, guys, we want to be real creative and have y'all jump back into this habit thing. But, you know, we're working on the habit of being that kind of creative. So let's just hit it. Left hands with the heavy reins. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. So I ain't scared of the marriage thing. Had to say it twice on a mind. Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in, in a, a more, more excellent, excellent way. way. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, hey, man, I tell you, we. I'm we, just saying. <laughs> I love like there's so many like sometimes it's funny and like real and raw moments before <laughs> and after recording. Um, oh my gosh! If we could ever yeah. like get organized enough and set up, and we were recording this like oh video for goodness. YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we just left off, and we did the top seven so far. I say top seven, meaning the first seven thing because uh, we're not ranking them. That's right, <laughs> except for number one. It's except ranked. for number one. After that, we put them in a the randomizer. Uh, um, <laughs> but anyway, here we are. Now we're going to do, and we we've been married fifteen years, and you know sometimes that's as far as we stretch ourselves. It's the fifteen. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to do eight through fifteen now of habits of a healthy marriage. Hit it, James. Oh, this does have my letter next to it. Okay. Uh, Number eight, respond to pain with comfort. And what that means is like in a healthy marriage, what's happening is is that is when one partner is hurting, Mm -hmm. the other person is going towards that person in a way. And Nicola just hit me. I need comfort. uh, But they're responding in a way to comfort. They're not trying to explain or just fix. It's kind of like that. I can see you're hurting and I want to be here for you Mm. to comfort you, to aid you, to support you. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the worst thing for pain to happen with pain is for no one to see it and for no one to respond to it. Yeah. No one to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. Okay. <laughs> Number nine, <laughs> <laughs> to edify each other. And particularly when I think about this is we kind of talked about number seven is celebrating, but with this edifying each other, it comes from Ephesians 4.29 and I'm going to paraphrase it, but that's the one where it kind of says, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, except that which is edifying to the hearer. So in other words, it's like uh, one of the habits of a healthy marriage is using your words to bless your partner and not curse them or to hurt them or to belittle them or tear them down in any way, but using your words to um, to bless them. Yeah. And then um, number 10, attunement check-ins and with attunement check-ins it's really just simple it's not that hard but this is a i think this is an important one and it's another simple one just like prayer in a way but it's just a simple of really taking making the habit and we do well with this sometimes but it's just like hey how is your heart knowing right how are you doing and not just like how's your schedule or what's you know that kind of thing but it's literally on the inside of you how are you doing how are you experiencing life how are you experiencing your connection with God? How are you experiencing your connection with yourself? Even how are yeah. you experiencing yourself? Yeah. And how are you experiencing our relationship? Mm-hmm. I think those are some good those are questions. Can I say those too. again? Right. Mm-hmm. You say again? How are you experiencing your relationship with God? And that could be like, I feel close. I feel distant. I yes. Feel, yeah. How are you experiencing even yourself? Mm-hmm. I, I feel disconnected from myself. I feel fragmented and scattered. Ugh. Or you might be in that place. I just feel like I'm in a really good space. I have, mm-hmm. I, I have shalom in my life right now. Right. 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 Or it could be, you know, how evident. are you experiencing this relationship? 
Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like we've been we've been missing each other. Like we're not in we're not in each other's room a little bit, right? right. Yeah. Kind of yeah. And even you can go in further. How are you experiencing your community? I don't feel like I have community. I'm not really connected to my friends. How are you experiencing your relationship with your kids? If there's kids yeah. in your life, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like that. It's a sense of being curious about your, you know, your spur, your spouse. <laughs> it's gonna disperse. <laughs> I can't speak. Being, your spouse's inner world. <laughs> That's spurse is your spouse's inner inner world. Spurs. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. Um, but that's it. I like the sense of being curious. It's not like I'm going to show up and assume all these things, you know, um, even though you're in your outer world, you may be checking all the quote unquote right boxes. Right. Well, I did this. This is person's dropped off here. These people are fed. You know, I got a bonus, or, you know, new position at work, whatever. Those things look great on the outside, but can I be curious about your inner world? Those are fantastic questions, James. Um, So how can we commune together? Again, it's kind of similar to the last one, but it's a little bit different. It's like me showing up and saying, hey, um, let me share with you, initiating, um, telling what's going on um, within myself versus just going through life. Because maybe that spouse will forget to be curious and ask, but you say, hey, let me share what's going on. And so number 12, recreational intimacy. This is where we're taking interest to whether participate or support each other's hobbies, interests, you know, things like that. So if the person likes, I don't know, baking, you help buy icing or you bake with them or what have you. Or you just eat what they bake. <laughs> or you just eat what they bake. Yes. <laughs> but it doesn't, and I like with this one, it's like you don't have to necessarily do it and it be your thing. Right. Yeah. But it's like, I care about it because I care about you. Yeah. This is a powerful thing. I know there's sometimes that couples just have different things. You know, I, we have, you know, one friend um, and I just heard her on another podcast. She's like, you know, she's into like taking time and just reading books and going outside, whereas her husband likes long bike rides. Mm-hmm. But like knowing her, like I know she cares about the things that matter to him and he cares about the things that matter to her. Right. That's funny. I was going to bring up this, um, I guess, friend getting to know, ask me about axe throwing. And so, <laughs> and so have y'all gone axe throwing before? I thought it ironically, I didn't say it to her, but I was like, I was just watching something and they were throwing axe. And I was like, huh, I thought that looks kind of fun. But I, besides watching it, I don't think I would have thought, let me go seek out is this a hobby? Is this a thing? And I just didn't even know because I wouldn't have thought, let me go seek this out to go throw axes. But then this person asked me, like, have you ever gone axe throwing? And I was like, nope. But James, this could be a new thing for me. Would you go you're, axe throwing? You're too competitive at everything. <laughs> I'm not competitive of everything. And inside me, we were just having this joke before I did this. And I was like, I want the book I want to write. Oh, Lord. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not supporting you on this. <laughs> yeah. Things my Jamaican wife says to me. <laughs> and I could just almost see Nicola with some Jamaican. I ain't throwing no axe mess around and cut me open. Or <laughs> but I think it looks fun. I want to go try. He's uh, going to support me in this endeavor. I will. I will. That'll be cool. What? Just in case you never know, you might have to save my life. <laughs> I won't aim at you, dude. Oh, I'm saying oh, no. Oh, me yeah, saving your life. Be after me, you like throwing oh, that. I was like, like <laughs> oh, like, I'm sorry. We shouldn't be talking about you know about violence oh. on here, but I don't know. But anyway, you might have to save my life. Anyway. Support and defend. Support. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, thirteen. Nicola. Oh, blessed Jesus. Okay, so make bids for connection. 
<laughs> James, you can step in anytime. <laughs> Making bids for connection that <laughs> in a healthy marriage, that it's this idea of like you're willing to make your to vulnerably say, Hey, I need you, or I'm going through something right now, or I'm hurting, and you reach you make that reach out for your partner's attention or for right. connection from N- your partner. Right. And it's not just it's not like a a physical touch or, or you know, anyway. So when I initially read it, I know we talked about sex earlier and so and sexual bond and intimacy. And I was like, my brain was like, wait, make bid for connection. So that's that's why I needed a little help, y'all. You got I've been needing some on, help let's, sometimes. Let's, let's picture that now, making bids. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, never mind. Sorry. Anyway, making bids for connection, but it is. He doesn't like want that. me to touch him right now. I'm trying to. You just keep hitting me. And like... I was touching your shoulder. That's not hitting. Okay. <sighs> I feel connected and bonded now. <laughs> All right. I got number 14. <laughs> Turn towards bits for connection. So yeah, it's like, honey, it's, it's like make, reaching and making these bits for connection that we need, but then also turning towards bits for right. connection. Okay. And this, some of this is coming from research from John Gottman. And it's this idea that what he found in, in research is that what he called the masters of marriage are that they are responding to 87% of the bid of their partner's bids for connection. Really the whole point of that is, man, can I be attuned and being aware that if my partner is making those bids, you know, and making them making these clear bids for connection and you, you learn these over time of like being able to know like when your partner's in a place of need or things they might say or do when they need connection. But then also, am I turning towards those more times than not is really the key mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because you don't want to set at this place of where your partner feels like even if I reach, they won't turn towards me. Right. Right. And that's the beautiful thing I even see in scripture, why God is so trustworthy and so dependable that he constantly you see this theme throughout scripture that he wants his people mm-hmm. to like say, you know, what? when you feel a need, when you're hurting, when you, when you to call mm-hmm. out to me, mm-hmm. cry to me, turn to me and I will hear you. Like he's literally like, if you make a bid for me to come to you, I will show up. Yeah. Draw near to me. And I that's why it's like you. he can be that safe place because he will mm-hmm. never fail to show up. Now, there might be times when you feel like he's not showing up. Because he's maybe not answering the way you want, but God will show like he does offer comfort and care. And, and he does it in different ways through people, through circumstances, through words of knowledge, through people who prophesy over you. Right. Um, but even in marriage, though, you know, do I intentionally, you know, am I making an admission like to turn towards my partner's bids for attention? Yeah. And it's funny because they may ask for it in such what seems odd to you, you know, way. It could be like, so, uh, what was the weather like for you today? Like we all saw it was sunny, you know, but it's like that's their way of just trying to reach, you know. Or uh And can I jump in on that one? I yeah. liked it. Now that's I honor that. But I even think sometimes it's good to like if you really are just trying to like you don't really have anything specific to say, you know what? Hey, I don't really have anything specific, but I just want to kind of like see can we strike up a conversation? I just want to connect with you. Yeah, because I'm the awkward one. The acts about the sun shining that was shining bright. It was obvious to everybody, but hey, James, did you see it too? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if the sun shined in your part of town, you know, but uh, no. I'm just hey. But, and I want to make room for both. You're right, Nicola. Like, there's times, like, I've learned that about you, that there's sometimes, like, oh, this, this is what this one is. But also, too, I want to make space for, if we can, the more, like, we begin to be attuned and, like, feel secure, for us it's like to go and say like hey you know i just 
I just want to just want to talk to you because yeah. I just you know just to be able to say that. And I know that's hard because the reason why I want to push for that some is to overcome like this fear of vulnerability that the person might turn us down or even working through our own awkwardness. Right. That's one. That's something you've pushed me to help to try and grow me in is to just ask for what you want, not just with you, but just in life in general. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. Yeah. And if all else fail, write a letter. Those have worked <laughs> for me too. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but then the last one, and I think I'll let you take this one, Nicole, because I think this idea came from you, but I, I like it. Yeah, I just say make space for moments of remembrance. And uh, maybe it kind of comes out of the space of I need that, you know, I need to remember the good moments, the sad moments, the in-between moments, you know, and just to kind of look back and say, wow, um, you know, look where God has brought us from. Look at how God has been in our lives, in our journey, in our story, in my life, in his life, you know, just to be able to look back and and just really remember these moments and honor the person, honor my story of how I've journeyed through 15 years of marriage, honor how God has been there in the times and seasons when I saw him clearly and in seasons where I felt like I didn't. But I can look now back hindsight, you know, and say, wow, God was still there. I just didn't see him in this kind of a way or was praying these kind of a prayer and but this is how he um provided this is how he was near this is where his presence was so anyway just making space for those things it just stirs up the sense of thanksgiving and even praise man when i just really sit back and look at anyway oh pause <laughs> yeah Sorry, guys. (laughs) When I start going in this space, I'm just so thankful and I'm so so grateful and just seeing the goodness of God in it all. There's a song that I love talking about the the goodness of God is coming after me, running after me, um, how I love him and his mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in his hand. And so anyway, it goes on and I'm not going to go on because I feel like my tears are going to come. So I'm going to run for my tears. <laughs> no, you're not. Making... No, I'm not. <laughs> you stop. <laughs> oh, no, that is a beautiful place to be. And thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Man, thank you all so much. We just want to encourage you all truly like we want. And what is healthy marriage? There is no like one ideal or standard of a healthy marriage. And all we wanted to do in the beginning part was even just talk about what are some elements that we see through scripture that yeah. scripture calls out for us, like for marriage to recognize that we're creating the image of God. We've given been given a kingdom purpose that we share together um, and all those things go on. We're yielding to the spirit, yielding to each other because we want to manifest the glory of the Lord here on this earth. And while we have this marriage bond, we also want to make sure that we are living in a way where constantly having these habits and these rhythms to foster that connection and maintain that connection. But we've given you a list of things that we've thought about. Mm-hmm. Um, Take those, the ones that that fit for you and throw away the ones that don't. But we also want to encourage you, maybe share some things with us that how God has moved this, whatever it is, even if it's, I don't know, whatever it is that you do to help foster a healthy marriage connection for you. And we know the couples that exercise and work out together. And that's kind of like recreational intimacy, sharing intimacy, sharing those habits together. And so many things that couples do to foster their marriage bond. And um, that's all we want to encourage you about. And maybe, maybe this is something we want to even do right now just for you to make space and to pray Mm. and say, God, can you show me, show us what we could be doing in our life right now to help foster our connection with you and with each other? Mm. And maybe even as you pray, 
another prayer you could pray is saying, God, um, reveal to us areas in our life that block us, that get in our way, that um, from being able um, to have a healthy marriage bond. Whether it's um, unresolved pain from past, yeah. maybe, um, unconfessed sin, fears in your heart because of ways you've been yeah. hurt. Maybe disappointment you felt even in trying to like reach for your partner. Maybe at times mm-hmm. feeling like they didn't respond. Mm-hmm. I was the husband that didn't respond, and uh, you know, I was the wife that didn't respond. Yeah, yeah, thank <laughs> you. yeah. Um, I just want to put that mm-hmm. out there because mm-hmm. um, I believe that God is faithful, and if you ask Him, He'll expose those things to you. And um, because He wants this for you, I want you to hear that. Just let that God wants this for you. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants you to thrive in your bond with him and with your spouse and with your community. But yeah, man, thank you so much um, for listening once again. And just hope this has been something that's inspired you and encouraged you um, in your relationships. Um, but so my excellent point in all of this to wrap up, it's a bonus <laughs> laugh. <laughs> I forgot about it. I, I don't know. Cultivate some humor and some laughter. Not this. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Not. You know, sarcasm can be so easy to utilize, right? But we want to cultivate laughter and joy and some happiness. It just helps us to develop some grit, man. And I don't know, to get through some easy and some hard circumstances. And I don't know, there's just joy and laughter. Yeah. I feel like I've given my excellent point already, even just in the prayer closing out, you know, just praying and asking God Mm. and inviting them in. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. God want to be with us and um, create that perfect and complete unity in our relationships with him and with each other. Yeah. Thank you all so much. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at a more Excel way. And check out our website at a more excellent way relationship.com. Visit klrc.com to learn more about the more excellent way.